that wine that we stomped, that we made together. A little bit sweet, a <laughs> little bit... Uh, a little spicy, yeah. a little bit of a vegetal aroma. I googled a bunch of wine terms yesterday. I know you yeah. did. Pretty tweet. funny from my tweet that got 10, maybe 11 likes. Nothing like your runaway Sophia the First tweet. I know. Our greatest Twitter <laughs> hit ever by a mile. A uh, hundred likes? Yeah, like 104 and uh, earned every one of them. It was a good tweet. Yeah, I got the approval from our department chair to put it on my faculty activity <laughs> report. <laughs> That'll lead to a little bit of a merit raise. Yeah, creative activity. Yeah. I would, with the wine, I would like to mention that for Valentine's Day, my lovely wife got me uh, here for the wrong reasons and here for the right reasons wine glasses that we're drinking out of now. Yeah. Just to set the scene a little bit. Uh, shout out to Betches.com. Oh, nice. Shop Betches. They have all, right. all sorts of, they also made the tank top that I wear sometimes when we record. Oh, uh, Okay. Most dramatic season ever. They have a lot of good bachelor gear. Why aren't they sponsoring us? We I can don't know. have a little more room uh, next to KY to pop some ads at reach the front out there. To yeah, give them a reach. Yeah, <laughs> give, give them me a reach, reach around, around with a little KY. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are back for another exciting recap of what hometowns? Hometowns. Okay, hometowns. Uh, but first, oh, uh, but I gotta get around the front of it. Oh. Yeah, here, I'll just lean this that's way. It'll be a little said. awkward. Ooh, that's, that's what, what I'm going to do to Betches. Get around the front of it. Do you want me to move it um, Yeah, move it back a little. There we go. Okay. One of these days, we're going to get that two-mic system I keep talking about. Mm, Once those KY days. profits. One of these days. <laughs> those KY profits roll in. All right, uh, shout-outs. Yeah. So we got a lot of great reviews. You guys continue to deliver. We don't have to beg pathetically for good reviews anymore. We will. Bit. We will, but we don't have to right now. Um, Amy M. is back. Our Amy M. from Boston says she doesn't have a Boston accent. She left us two five-star reviews in two weeks. It's kind of suspicious to me. It makes me wonder, are you a cop? <laughs> Amy M., are you a cop? Are you a dirty rat? <laughs> Um, she says that she is not from Boston. But she's there now. Yeah, She is originally from upstate New York, so she has what she says is that annoying accent. How is... What's a... An upstate... Up, upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get the boat to Chappaquiddick. <laughs> How do you say that? Chappaquiddick. Is it Chappaquiddick? I think that's right. Quidditch or Chappaquiddick? It's, Quidditch. Cha it's Chappaquiddick. That's the game they play in upstate Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> Someone accidentally drowned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too soon. Yep, too soon. That you got to give that a little more time. The wound's a little too raw for me. Um, Super Slaw says they like our podcast a thousand op. Celine Bean asks, "Can we be friends?" Yes, we can. Celine Bean, hundred mm, percent. We uh, can. We're gonna need you to pick us up at the airport next week. How's that for starters? Uh, Celine Bean, you live in Portland. Ryan's family is out in Seattle area. Yeah, we'd like to take this opportunity to ask if we can stay with you next time <laughs> we go up there. That's about the right amount of distance from my family yeah. when we visit. Yeah, plus uh, my uh, aunt who wears the big dog shirt. Yeah, out near there. So if you yeah. see somebody uh, riding around town in a van, does wearing she still drive dogs. the van? I think she still drives the van wearing the big dog shirt. Solo lady, <laughs> but driving a big van. All the single ladies. Some of the kids in the neighborhood might call her critter. 
<laughs> Keep your eyes peeled. Um, all right. Shreveport represents as Raleigh B. We out here. And yeah. uh, Hillbear90 says everything about this. And that's a shout out to Hillbear90 and her fiance who she makes listen. Yeah. So thanks for And we would actually like it if you guys could download on a separate device to listen so that we can get twice the downloads. That ups our KY profits a little bit. Um, yeah. And then we got some nice comments on Facebook from Brittany and Lori. And we've got four listeners in Piney Flats, Tennessee. Piney. Old Piney Flats. Man, I feel like this is it's well, just Well we got it here. Let, hang on, hang on. Let's put the let's put the music in. This is way better. Now we can both face the mic without me being in your face with my chili breath. This is too much. There was too, too much, much closeness. breath there. That yeah. I think this is the, what that book, When Breath Becomes Air, was about. <laughs> Isn't that about doctors dying? I read it for book club. It yeah. was written by a doctor, like, just documenting his death. Oh, yeah. Sounds like super, a great book club read. fun book. Yeah. Go That's out, a good time. You and the ladies brunch, drink some wine. <laughs> Talk about death. Order some apps. That's like when uh, Trey made you guys read that ISIS book. Fucking ISIS book. <laughs> and then You're we at were the also pool. all on a long list by the government. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah, why the government monitors a, our podcast. What a great summer read. Yeah. Ellen Hildebrand, uh, whoever wrote those books, like, what were those? Um, what, like Megan Abbott books, Lucy oh, Ware I love books? Those. No, but, I was going to say the, like, something borrowed something blue. <laughs> Could have read any of that. But instead, Old Black Trey flags. had to recommend <laughs> the Black Flags of ISIS. <laughs> And Great we, book. we weren't all good enough friends yet to be like, fuck you, Trey. Right. We're not reading this ISIS book for our summer book club. Trace. How did he get to say he's not in the book club? Because Katie did was he... like, Trey says it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> you would never uh, support a recommendation that I made like that. Ryan said it's really good, so it must suck. Okay. Uh, whatever. That's you. Um. Yeah. How about me saying that... Uh, what, that uh, book is oh. a boys book? This book is kind of for boys. That Blake Crouch book, what was it called? Dark Matter. Dark Matter, yeah. Would I, would I like it? Mm, it's kind of a boys book. It's kind of for boys. I don't think you would like it. Well, yeah. you didn't like it when your mom told you that the red tent was a ladies <laughs> book, did you? No, I didn't, and I liked the book. And I read Dark Good Matter book. in like a day, and it took you like two weeks to read it. Two weeks? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, two weeks. <laughs> took me like a month and Still a half. Still reading it? Uh, probably yeah. got real stumped by all the uh, physics in it. I had to really ponder it. <laughs> Anyways, this is neither here nor there. What is here is that Peter's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville. I wonder how close that is to, what is it? Piney. P- Peter Point. Piney Fla- <laughs> Peter Point. Pilot Pete Point. That's what they renamed it after Pete came there. Piney, uh, Piney Flats. Flats. Yeah, that, I chose a Tennessee locale specifically for this reason. Um, and actually the people in Piney Flats might know Hannah Ann's dad because he's a forester. He's a log man. A logger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Known as uh, Ranger Rick. Yeah. Which, uh, that was my favorite magazine when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. I, like, I mean, sure. I liked highlights. Yeah. Hidden pictures. Yeah. I was a fan of the Ranger Rick magazine. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. I mean, I liked the American Girl catalog. Okay, but they weren't talking about the American <laughs> yeah. Girl catalog in the episode. I mean, they were talking about Ranger this Rick. This is loosely about Ranger Rick. <laughs> <laughs> this they has were... become my Ranger Rick podcast. <laughs> oh, um, because Hannah Ann's dad is such a manly man, mm-hmm. she says to Peter that she's going to make a man out of him. <laughs> I like Which that. Can be interpreted in so many different ways. That's exactly what I was going to say. I love that implication. Like he's not a tough guy, and that Hannah Ann can turn him into a tough guy in approximately two hours by taking him axe throwing. Well, sticking with the Disney theme of Hannah Ann looking like Sophia the First, I immediately thought Mulan. Oh yeah. She put Peter through a series of uh, <laughs> tricky <laughs> war battle training. <laughs> They needed the little uh, dragon there to help them out. I heard that they, um, oh, maybe it was that. They took one of the songs out of Mulan. It might have been that oh, one. Oh, because it was too racist? It seems like that. it would be hard to take that one out, though, right? The, like, like training the montage? Yeah. The <laughs> they just replaced it with, like, black and white title cards that explains what happens. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, in Aladdin, they cut that racist song out but put a new line in that was still kind of racist. Well, they didn't cut a whole song sure, out. Sure, they just, like, they replaced the line. Arabian that's it, right? Yep. Like Arabian Do you know days. the racist line? It if was... I know it. I know it, yeah. Uh, psh. Psh. Who doesn't know it? Where they cut off your... Was that <laughs> they, it? Yeah, they C- cut, cut off, off your, your ear. If they don't like your face. Yeah, because that's what happened in uh, the Middle Ages. In, it's uh, barbaric, <laughs> but hey, it's home. Right, well, they left the barbaric part in. They didn't even take that out. Yeah, because what did they replace it with? Where it's hot and it's... It's flat and intense and the sand is immense. Something like that. It's barbaric. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't fix it. Yeah, you didn't fix it all the way, uh, Disney. Agrabah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Hannah Ann and old Pete are going axe throwing. Mm-hmm. We still haven't gone. That's one of the dates I've been pushing for, is for you and I to go this axe throwing. This did not make me want to do it. It looked difficult. But it looks like fun, right? To get some aggression. I'm telling you... Get if just we're going to get some aggression out, I want to go to the wrecking room. Well, we need to do that, too. I was pushing for that as a date, too. Well, then how the fuck do we have a weekly date night and every time it rolls around, you're like, oh, I guess we could go to Barnes & Noble. <laughs> you want to go to Target and just kind of to... see what's there? <laughs> you want to go to Barnes & Noble and then we could go get sushi? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a great date. Fine, I'm going to schedule the uh, rage room no, for no, next don't week. No, do it. Yep, don't do see, it. <laughs> see, here we go. You're all talk. I know. Next week, yep. I'm going to have to go do one of those paint things or something. <laughs> <laughs> you do hate an activity. Okay. I just don't like being forced into an act. I would be horrible on The Bachelor because I feel like my natural state is like, good God, don't make me do this. Yeah. Is this a date where we can sit in bed and read? I feel like that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for like four hours today. <laughs> it would be a great date. Peter has written Hannah Ann a letter. Ten things I hate about you. <laughs> he reads it in class. His voice is shaking. And then he runs out of the room. Um, Number one. That I don't hate you. Not even a little. Not at all. I hate it when you're not around and the fact that you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Number one of them was... <laughs> Number one. 
that she has a name for every one of her dresses. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that Peter loves, or she doesn't love because he won't say that. He says things I love about you. Sorry, guys, that was my joke. No, no, I mean, does he say that, though? Does the he letter say, is called Things I Love About okay, You, yeah, not no. 10 Things I Hate About no, You. No, no, I'm just saying, I couldn't remember if he said love, because that becomes a pivotal no, plot point later. Because that's why she yeah. shows it to her sister, who's like 12, and she's like, Hannah Ann, right. if a boy writes you a letter that says things <laughs> I love about you, I mean... That means he's going to marry you. <laughs> Almost ready to pin you with his sweetheart pin. <laughs> He's going to take you to the debutante ball for sure. Well, now you're stepping on some Shreveport yeah, listener toes. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> Hannah Ann and her sister go into the Junior League dance. All right. Um, yeah, she has a name for every dress that she's worn. I wasn't sure if that meant on the show or just ever. In life. And also, like... What kind of names? Is it like, this is my I mean, my Louis Vuitton? Or is it like, this is Susan? Yeah, Ryan, yeah, that's her Louis Vuitton. What, like, is it the brand name? Or is it just like, this is no. Eleanor? I think when she wears, like, her slutty dress, she names it Fancy. <laughs> Here's your one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. Oh. That's actually about Hannah Ann. <laughs> um... Hannah Ann says, this is the sweetest thing. Oh, my word. She said, I'm going to read this every morning and every night. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, should we go to the house? Let's go so to the house. Yeah. The, wrap up the axe throwing mm-hmm. date. Real quick, can I mention that not one but two people at the axe throwing date were wearing my Gap Cowboy Lumberjack shirt? Was it only two? I feel like it was like 50 <laughs> They all went to the gap well, there and picked those up. There was a sign up. in the back hanging up in the axe throwing place that said "Channel the Flannel." I saw that. I'm yeah, get you that for your office <laughs> yeah. when we move into our new office. Yeah, put that up. I don't think they'll let me. You don't think the provost is going to be cool <laughs> with that? Only three pieces of art, you university think she's approved. Let me hang up my bitches get stuff done print. <laughs> Had it in my old office. Right. What's the problem? Bitches do get stuff it's time done. To Costanza, this shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so they go to Hannah Ann's house, and uh, Hannah Ann's dad is. I have in all caps. Not feeling it. No, he's not. No, they all like laugh at Peter's joke where the sister's like, if you really want to impress our dad, you can name every tree in the yard. And Peter's like, I didn't study up on that. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. And the dad's just sitting there stone-faced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. He said uh, in his interview, well, we hadn't seen Hannah Ann for quite a while, and we were excited to see her and spend time with her. And then, of course, she brought Peter with her, which is new and exciting, I guess. <laughs> oh, uh, Ranger he was Rick. Just perfect. Not as lovable as Ranger Rick the raccoon that I remember. He calls Peter a flash in the pan. Yep. I mean, the parents usually understand what's going on here better. They're like the only voices of truth. And, yeah. Uh, there were some problematic dads this episode. I mean, we'll get to that of the whole like, she's my daughter and I can't let you marry her. I prayed for your husband when you were a baby. Right. I laid hands That's on normal. you. Yeah. That's cool. And I don't know if this person is it. Yeah, you get to decide, old yeah. man. Well, Actually, yeah. not old man with men. No, Madison's yeah, say. like strangely 25 year old dad. <laughs> right. I'm your father. Father and your brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get there, gang. We'll get there. Um. Okay. Uh, so, don't do that. 
Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I've got my arm Stop up. Stop touching me. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, the mom says that the dad is very guarded and he's not just going to give her away. And then she says, it's easier for a mother to support her daughter. Why? <laughs> Because, like, here's your one chance, Hannah Ann. Don't let me down. I feel like the mom's like, you get out there and you do this. <laughs> she gave Hannah Ann a locket that said, to thine own self be true. <laughs> what is that? That's fancy. That's Give part of that me song. a heart-shaped locket said, to thine own self be true. <laughs> and I shivered as I watched a roach crawl across the toe of my high-heeled shoe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounded like somebody else's voice saying, Mama, what do I do? She said, you be. That <laughs> That's right? it, you yeah. be nice to the <laughs> Gentleman fancy. They'll be nice to you. <laughs> Great song. It, not, is, it, uh, is, it is a fantastic song. It's it? not as good as The Night the Lights Went Down in Georgia. But. I like fancy better. Nah, The Night the Lights Went Down in Georgia. Okay, sounds yeah. like a Twitter poll. Okay, there we go. Yeah, look for that, gang. Maybe we'll play a little snippet of each at the end and uh, the listener can decide for I themselves. I feel like the night the lights went out in Georgia is a is more of a classic song. <clears throat> I'm more interested in the narrative of Fancy. No, the narrative of the light the night the lights went down in Georgia is great because the sister killed the um cheating Wife and I know. lover. The judge in the town That's has a, yeah. blood stains on his hands. <coughs> I know. I'm You're just good. saying for the no. I'm I'm coughing. I'm so worked up about this situation. <laughs> Everybody knows what's going on, and the lights went out in Georgia. But I'm saying it's a great story. The uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm more interested okay. in a. Uh, Mom selling her young daughter out to prostitution. Yeah, that's a great a great story too. Sort of a rags to riches it's a more tale. Compelling there. Yeah, they call it the Hannah Ann story. Oh. All right. Um, what do we got? So. I mean, the sister and Hannah Ann like run upstairs. They just seem so young. She's very young. Like, I mean, she still lives at home. Mm -hmm. Like that is her room. Oh but, right, yeah, her bedroom. Um, yeah. <coughs> Do you want to get yeah. some water? Yeah, so let me get some more. Alright, before I had my like five minute coughing fit that the listener only had to hear a snippet of, we were talking about how young and immature Hannah Ann seems. Well, and the sister too. I mean, just together especially. I feel yeah. like they were just like laid out on the beds, giggling. And like, <laughs> Looking at Tiger Beat magazine. I mean, yeah. Like yep. they had ripped out pictures of Jonathan Taylor telling <laughs> Hannah Ann had stolen his salad. <laughs> <laughs> was eating it right there. <laughs> He's so dreamy. Oh, um, so she, the sister asks Hannah Ann if... Uh, Peter has said that he loves her, and she says, no, not technically, but then she shows her the letter, and that's when her sister is like, Hannah Ann, this letter. <laughs> has a guy ever done this for you before? No, because I'm only 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad wouldn't yeah, permit it. Bobby, the youth minister, did when I was a sophomore <laughs> two years ago, <laughs> but he told me we had to keep that super secret. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, my, you took me on a date in Piney Ridge. <laughs> to the shopping mall, we double dated with Judge Roy Moore and his girlfriend. He let me order whatever I wanted from the chilies. We got an orange Julius and a Wetzel's pretzels. Oh. Um, yeah, my basic impression was that Hannah Ann actually seems like she would be fine for Peter if she were seven years older. Basically. I, um, I mean, look, maybe I'm giving Peter too much credit or maybe, I mean, I still don't feel like I know what kind of girl Peter is attracted to. Agree. Like, yeah. I feel like Hannah Brown is very different from all of these girls. She has a really big personality. Right. I don't know if the producers just picked kind of a... A weird group of girls. I mean, I've, again, maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but he seems to want someone with a little more, like, zest for life right. than Hannah Ann or, um, you know, Kelsey. But, I, I mean, he hasn't done anything to indicate that. Mm -hmm. I think the only, like, real evidence I can point to, and it's not evidence, it's just kind of a subjective feeling... I don't think that he's that into any of these girls. Even Maddie, I mean, I think that he likes her the most out of all of them. And, I mean, come on. The dude has condoms in his car. Right. He fucked Hannah Brown four times in a windmill. Oh <laughs> he's not... He's not cool to be the faith leader of a family and, and save himself for marriage. I don't see him doing that. Right. Which is fine. <laughs> well, and he like hasn't it's done fine that, that yeah. Madison sure. wants to do. But I'm just saying, even if the, even if she were like, the past is the past, but from mm -hmm. here on out, like yeah. this is how You're it is. You're a born again virgin. I feel like you'd be like, never mind. Yeah, no. Peace. Yeah, I'm gonna go see what Hannah's doing. Uh yeah, no, I agree. I think the only woman that we've really seen him have a strong connection with is Hannah Brown. At this point, um, I do see some like spark with him and uh, Madison, but I don't think that it's going to work out. Well, we'll see. Maybe that's. Who I saw is. someone post on Twitter that uh, every time he kisses all of these girls, it looks like they're like kissing awkwardly for the first time. Yeah. And I do think that one of the things that I remember from him on The Bachelorette was just like, how steamy it was between him and Hannah. Yeah, true. And I know that's not everything, um, but he certainly does not have that here with any of these right. girls. Right, right. I feel like he might have it with Victoria. No, I'm not done with it. Oh, okay. With that water that you made me get from my coughing <laughs> fit? my water now. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I have this backup bottle plus my wine glass over um, here. But, you know, we haven't even... I mean, he and Victoria are so busy fighting every time they hang out. Like, we really haven't seen any physical action between Right. Them. I was going to say, they seem to hate each other, which can like make it real exciting in the sack. He can just, like, look but... at Victoria and be like... That girl is nasty. Right, that girl like, is. I a, can tell that yep, I want her to make it to the fantasy. Yeah, that girl is a demon in the sack. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean they like, but when he looks at her, she's like, "Why are you in such a mood? What's this mood? It's so much drama. Whenever you look at me, excuse me, excuse you, what? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start saying that to everything. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we're gonna start having uh, Victoria Peter fights. Yeah, so do you have anything? Oh, so Hannah's dad and Peter have a conversation in which they film Hannah's dad in front of a giant stack of wood that he no <laughs> doubt like fell to the tree himself. And Peter's like, let me let me take a shot at that. Let me take a swing at that old man. Um, but he's talking to the dad and uh, 
the da- the dad. I'm sorry, I lost my place. Blah blah blah. It's my coffin. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so the, the dad, dad tells him not to say I love you unless he really means it. Right. Well, this was interesting because you could tell the dad went in like I'm not going to like this guy, and Peter like kind of charms him yeah. a little bit, and then he well, kind of turns Peter it around. Tells the dad, like I I always imagine. That when the parents are re-watching this episode, they must just get so pissed. Because the way that Peter turns it around is by telling the father that he's going to tell her that he's falling in love with her. And I feel like then the dad is like, okay, like, this is real, I guess. Uh-huh. And then you watch him do it to three yep. other women. Yeah, I actually would love to have the parents, like, the parents tell all episode. I feel I like know. that I would be... Like, good God... Like, everyone was so charmed by Peter's parents. His mom annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> She's a lot. I just think it would be and interesting. Like having her at the After the Rose when they're talking about having sex four times, four times in the windmill. And she's, like, giving the thumbs oh, up. Oh, I do remember like, that. Mm, oh, that cool. was kind of charming. No, that's um, not. That's weird. Now, here's a question for you. Peter did not ask any of these dads for permission to propose. How do you feel about that? Uh, here's an answer for you. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I feel absolutely fine well, about that. that. Um, it has always been a big thing. And I actually always felt it was weird. And a lot of the dads had the right answer, which is like, I mean, from this 10 minutes that I've met you, I guess. Okay. Like, how can yeah. you answer that question as a parent? You know, that's why I actually kind of like that Peter didn't do it. I have to imagine that he's got plans to just do it once it gets more narrowed down. Maybe after the fantasy suites or, you know. Maybe in the fantasy suites. Because that happens. Like we've had... um, What are you doing? I'm scratching my chest. (laughs) You got to monitor every action I take. No, but we've had parents who have been like, I'm not prepared to say it right now. And then later they, you know, you call them. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm not prepared to say that now, but go bone my daughter and then give me a call and we'll see what I have to say at that point. I mean, Peter probably knows as much as we do that he's just not feeling it with any of these speeches. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's the... Oh, so at the end, the dad tells him, Peter, don't tell Hannah Ann you're falling in love with her unless you really, really, really know you want her. And Peter immediately turns around. Mm, like, I'm falling in love with that. So... Yeah, so that's that date. Also, you note that um, these first three dates were covered in like an hour of the show. Oh, yeah. And then we get to the, you know, Victoria. nothing happens. Yeah. We can cover Kelsey really quick. I mean, I think we can blow through most of this. Yeah. Uh, So Kelsey's from Des Moines. Des Moines? Des Moines. Des Moines. Moines. The S is silent. I believe it's silent, yeah. Shh. <laughs> Des Moines. Des Moines. Okay. Uh, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Iowa. Uh, Zach Ten Bucks. <laughs> Thought about that last week. I forgot to make that joke. There it is. We got it in. You know that joke, right? Saved by the Bell. Yeah. yeah. Episode. I don't remember the episode. I don't remember the context. Episode. Uh, Slater is going to. I think it's when Slater's dad comes to town and he's like, son, we got to move. Oh, yeah, right. And then Slater's like, dad, I really like it here. 
because that's how the military works, right? Yeah, so right. His dad is like, mm, we can stay. Yeah. Sorry, General. My son really likes it in Malibu. <laughs> he's got a pretty hot girl that he's interested in, but he's actually going to end up dating this other girl instead. Can we stay? But I can't remember how Iowa plays into it because Zach is like, Slater, tell your dad about Iowa. And he's like, Iowa. He's like, I owe uh, Zach 10 bucks. Yeah. But I don't remember we'll what. We'll have to pull the full script. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the internet. Okay. Um, we also, we've been getting good comments uh, on Twitter recently from listeners who clearly know the answer to the thing we're like struggling to identify. Like when we couldn't remember the name of that movie, Brooklyn, and spent like a minute like, what's I'm, the name of that movie? I'm still pretty sure that that movie was called Boston Beach. <laughs> And listeners are like, it's fucking Brooklyn. Like, can we move on with this conversation now? Um, yeah, okay. So Kelsey and uh, Peter make their own wine by dancing in grapes. Yeah. One of our astute uh, Twitter followers told us that these were not wine grapes. They were table grapes and that you cannot make wine from them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the conspiracy only deepens. Huh. Well, I was going to say that I thought it was a pretty... Uh risky date for Kelsey to take him on after having been accused of being an alcoholic for the first three episodes of the season. That's like uh, when Richard Nixon would always take people uh, to the Watergate Hotel after he uh, had the Watergate huh. scandal. Champagne, just throwing champagne gate in people's faces all over again. Uh, fun fact, they did not show this, but after they went to the vineyard, Kelsey actually uh, took him to a local bar and they did a bunch of Adderall and birth control pills. <laughs> She's like, Peter, Peter, take this. You've got to try these birth control pills. It's a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> just put it under your tongue. Uh, so, all right, then they dance in the wine. Why are we dancing? Why is there... Why is there so much dancing on this show lately? Some people enjoy to dance. No. Yeah, no, no one does. Okay. I support John Lithgow and Footloose. <laughs> there should not be dancing. He's the hero of that film. There doesn't yeah. need to be like awkward slow motion dancing in a wine stomping thing, a grape what, stomping barrel. What if later you go to a fun party at Victoria P's favorite bar and a country singer that somehow you know is there and you want to dance awkwardly to him? Is that kind of dancing okay? You want to dance and sing awkwardly to the singer whose name I forget? Hills Howard, something like that. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Hayden Harden. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hayden Harden, my favorite bro country artist. I'm fine with, I still think it's awkward, but at least they're like, yeah, there's a musician. Mm -hmm. Were they just awkwardly dancing in silence? Yep. Mm -hmm. Like the only, the only music we needed was the sound of the grapes <laughs> under our feet. Listen to the swaying trees. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the sweetest music is them dancing in the breeze. All right, Gerald the giraffe. Yep, really? giraffes can't dance. Yeah. Oh, Gerald, you're so dumb. <laughs> I feel like such a clot. <laughs> Our listeners love these references to children's books. Okay, so yeah, they dance in the grapes. They go do a wine tasting. And, and then, then Peter says of, of uh, the wine that it's kind of like he, him and Kelsey mm -hmm. because... Um, with Kelsey, the aftertaste always leaves you wanting more. Mm -hmm. That's our relationship. Yeah, gross. <laughs> what would our relationship be if it had an aftertaste? What would the aftertaste be? Chocolate wine. 
Ugh. Yeah, blah. <laughs> Where you think like, oh, this is going to be great, and then ugh. and then it hits you on like the back, palate, yeah, and the back and end, like, yeah. Oh, and then it also just keeps going. Yeah. So, and that's I've got news for you, but we're just entering the aftertaste phase of our marriage. It's mm. going to hit you on the back palate and just keep going for like the next fifty. And years. then you think, well, maybe if I just double down right. and drink another big sip, yep. it'll like eventually I'll get drunk I'll enough, like it. right? And you just don't. And you're you just wrong. Don't. Every yeah. time yeah. you're wrong. And you just regret more and more. You keep drinking more and more. Yep, that's our marriage. Yeah. Oh, chocolate wine. But you know what uh, we should eat is some crab rangoon. <laughs> okay. I like crab rangoon. I don't know what the joke is. No, me neither. I'm, I'm in on it. Peter's like, these are crab rangoon? Oh, Peter's yeah. from California. He's so cosmopolitan. <laughs> yeah. Peter's super into the foodie scene. <laughs> In L.A., yeah, he's always going to uh, the hippest places, the most exotic, uh, most exotic fusion the restaurants. The most exotic country line dancing clubs. <laughs> Only the best. There's a velvet rope. Not just not just everybody can come in here and do the boot scooping boogie. <laughs> we uh, like to let celebrities and VIPs in here first. Um, literally, Billy Ray Cyrus comes here, so. <laughs> and one time they didn't even let him in. Yeah, he was too old. <laughs> he had to bring little Nas X. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so the mom says of Peter, you really liked this quote, that she's a pretty good reader of people. And she says of Peter, you entered easily. Because she's like, I, wa I watched you walk through the door. I'm a good reader of people. You entered so easily. What does that mean? I don't know. Like, did... Are there people that really struggle with it? Like, is Peter a vampire? He's like, I can't come in until Kelsey, you ask me. Ask me in. Was she expecting like a Kramer style entrance? <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> uh, gonna hit it. Well, he could hit his face on the door. I nah, mean, that's true. Let's face actually, it. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't think that he enters easily a lot. Um, Not what I heard. Oh, enters oh. three plus one times. Oh plus, with a little bit of that KY to help him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's our sponsor right there. Um, all right, so what do we want to say about oh, the rest well, of this? Oh, well, we missed at the wine date. We didn't say, Kelsey says, I can honestly say that I'm in love with you. Oh, right. Which I think before we got maybe like, I'm falling in love. Yeah, no, she's moving up the bachelor hierarchy. Ten degrees of falling in love. Yeah, well, it's I think I'm falling in love. Okay, we, okay, we oh don't have God, to go over we've done again. this before. This all right. Isn't, a super interesting theory like all mine. Okay. Well, let's just move along then. <laughs> oh, Anna's so mean to Ryan. <laughs> Four out of five stars. <laughs> this is what that other listener meant though when they said, you guys have a great dynamic. Mm -hmm. We got that comment. So You guys are like chocolate wine and crab ring. <laughs> Some the things perfect are blend. meant to be. <laughs> Better together. Okay, so what what do you want to say about this? Um, I, oh, I have a question. Okay. So Kelsey has uh, two sisters, I believe, uh -huh. or it might have even been three. I think it was just two, and then her mom is there, and they all look alike. And I have always felt Kelsey is very pretty, right? Mm -hmm. But her nose 
looks a little bit like a nose job nose. It's not a critique. Okay. It's not it's a It's just an observation. It's just an observation. Just a factual observation. Her sisters all had the same nose. Oh. Do you think it's actually a real nose? Or did they all go in and say, give me the Kelsey? nose jobs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't paying enough attention to the noses to have. We need to go back to the tape. We need to get Robin and uh, Profa and the new one. <laughs> on this her mom was blonde but she reminded me of a blonde version of the mom from one of my favorite and what i felt was a vastly underrated overlooked e-reality show mm -hmm. pretty wild okay which Do one you remember was this that? show no. it's uh alexis i think her name was alexis nye uh, it's the real bling ring girl. Oh, okay. And it's like after she's been busted and she gets this e-reality show and it's about her and her like half-sister. I don't even know if she was a half-sister. I think she just like lived there with them. But the mom is this like old, uh, she used to be a playmate. And I, I don't know, something about Kelsey's mom. It took me a second uh -huh. to figure out who she reminded me of. And that's who it okay. was. It was the mom from Pretty Wild. Okay. Okay. If we got any Pretty Wild fans out there, y'all, yeah, tell yeah. me that I'm not crazy. <laughs> we need to do another one of those uh, side by side comparisons. I'm going to note the time here because yeah. I'm going to insert one of my favorite all-time favorite Pretty Wild clips. Okay, we'll put it right right here. How about right here? Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers. That was a good clip. Yeah, that's now my favorite pretty wild clip as well because it's the only one I've ever heard. Uh, but it's very good. Um, yeah, so anything else about Kelsey? Uh, the stepfather is there. Mm -hmm. I read on Twitter that the producers tried real hard to get the real dad there and that they were not successful. So I'm sure they were pissed about that. Yeah, well, um, Kelsey doesn't tell her mom the whole thing about being in touch with the dad, no. right? Which, I mean, the mom is going to find that out when it's on national TV. So it seems like it's up to Kelsey to kind of get in front of that whole situation. Though I guess she's got time now that she's back home again. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming that that's uh, it's happened. Yeah. Uh, I can see why they would want the dad, though. Because, like, you know, the dad wrote a note on the kitchen counter and, and said, I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> Bye, bitches. <laughs> Meanwhile, the stepdad says things like, it gets real, real quick. <laughs> Those two must be quite the contrast. Yeah. Yeah, Kelsey's a pretty wild mom went from one end of the extreme <laughs> yeah. to the other. Yeah, on this. Yeah, it seemed Her like a nice... dad is like, I gotta go. God's calling right. me in the Right, God's shower. calling me to Mexico. He wants me to have a margarita <laughs> with him. 
All right. So you want to head to Alabama? Head yeah. to Auburn? Okay. Let's do it. Here we yeah, are. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, I'm surprised we weren't in the background of this thing. Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh -uh. Oh, wait, no. No, War Damn Eagle. Yeah, with the hand motion. Did you know the whole arm motion for this? Um, No. No, me did neither. Did you think I did? No, I didn't. I was a legitimate question. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't want to make an assumption. I did not, even though we have, we have Auburn friends. We have yeah. Alabama friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a, we have friends of all types. We equally don't give a shit about any <laughs> right. of you. Yeah. None of this means anything to us. This is all stupid. Right. <laughs> I don't care what Charles Barkley says. <laughs> I don't care about this basketball coach that's here. I love, so the basketball coach comes. So real quick, bring us up to speed. All right. Madison takes Peter on a tour of Auburn and says, oh, I used to live right over there. And Peter says, that's so badass. Um, then they go to the gym. Because Madison's dad was a, is an assistant coach for Auburn mm -hmm. basketball. Mm -hmm. And Madison was on the team. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, got, yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she was good, too. I mean, she was really kicking Peter's ass when they played one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> that's not hard. Yeah, man. that's like when you really dominated me at horse that day in the pool. <laughs> Same situation. <laughs> I did though. Yeah, but I'm just I'm saying that no lies detected. Uh, what I was gonna say is, so the coach comes out, and first Madison says, "Oh my God, it's Coach!" Um, and then he tells Peter, "I didn't hire Madison's dad because he was a good basketball coach. I hired him because he was a good man. I hired him because he was a good father." Yeah, I mean, you probably should have hired a good basketball coach, yeah, I'm right? I'm thinking, like, basketball's got to come in <laughs> right. somewhere. It's got to be one of the qualifications, right? So don't tell me anything about your basketball coaching skills. How are you as a dad? He said, I hired him because he's clearly Benjamin Button. The man is 50, and he just keeps getting younger and younger. We can run him for a long time. He comes time. out to the arena looking like a 20-year-old. <laughs> Yeah, so they um, play some basketball. Madison kicks ass. They hoop it up, as yeah. the coach says. I would say that. Let's hoop yeah. it up, guys. Yeah. Let's hoop it up. Yeah, I. Um, that reminds me of a great story when I was in seventh grade. Oh. I went to the state fair. It's going to be sad. It, no, it, but it's going to be fitting of me. I went to the state fair. So it's going to be yeah. sad. I went to the state fair, and I won a basketball, a Duke basketball at a fair game, and then... Why were you winning a Duke basketball just that was in what Washington? It, they just had, like, a bunch of different college basketball um, basketballs there. Okay. And then we all, with the youth group, went to see the Christian band DC Talk perform, and one of the members... Never heard of it. One of the members of DC Talk signed my Duke basketball and said, man, if I lived here, I would hoop it up with you. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I don't not think sad. that. It's just, like... Like, that story isn't sad, but I get a little bit sad that all of your outings seem to involve some sort of, like, youth group component. Yeah, right. Well, Madison and I were there together. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing DC talk. Mm. Yeah. Uh, our Christian listeners will know who I'm talking about. They're huge. Far from the mic. Oh, I'll get a little closer. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Then they go home. Speaking of Christian things, they head on oh, home. Oh, I wanted to make a joke about how one of the games that they play, or one of the drills that they do is two ball pound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Peter's used to that the drill. The only place where Madison's getting that two ball pound, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> then Madison says, kiss me. She has to beg Peter to kiss her. Kiss me, Peter. Kiss me. Yep. And then the, the basketball gym says, kiss me. 
Um, all right, they go to Madison's house. They play the special fight <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, you got the special plate tonight. We all get to say, was it actually, like, what was special about the plate itself? I know it's about saying, but was it, like, a fun plate? I didn't quite, I couldn't tell. I think it's just a different looking plate. Okay, okay. It's like how when I was little, my parents had Fiesta wear, mm-hmm. and there was one baby blue plate. Yeah. And to this day, I will try to get the baby blue plate if we bring that oh. those plates out. Yeah. yeah, you don't want the orange one though because we literally yeah. tested gives it. You, gives you cancer. Yeah, with our does. friend's yeah. uh, Geiger counter, and it actually gives off yeah. radiation. I think we. I think they got rid of. The yeah, they did get rid of the orange ones. Yeah. Experiment. Yep. Yeah. Science. It was a good time. Yeah. So if you have orange Fiesta wear, they do give you. Uh, they do emit radiation. But if you have. Baby blue fiesta wear. It means you're super special. That's the special plate. Oh, that's a sweet story. Unlike my kind of weird DC talk story. We each bring our own uh, childhoods to the scene here. Okay, so yeah, she gets the special plate. Everyone has to go around and say something they admire. Also, P.S., that guy was totally full of shit. That guy was not going to hoop it Well, that's what's you. funny well, about the story. So stupid. <laughs> that's the joke of the story. This... <laughs> This singer is not going to hoop it up with a 12-year-old who doesn't know how to play basketball. Did your parents not like... Yeah, also, why did you pick out a basketball as your prize? Because it was a basketball game. You had to make a basket to win the ball. I'm shocked that you got it. I know, isn't it? I mean, probably the only basket I've ever (laughs) made in my life. I got a prize for it. No, that's to me, that is the funny part of the story is that this gentleman has no intention of playing basketball with me at all. Maybe he thought you were um, like special needs. (laughs) Oh, look at this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, little buddy. (laughs) I'd hoop it up with you if I lived here. Oh, um, yeah. So what? So they they all say something special about Madison. I just have in my notes... Madison gets the special plate, so they all have to go around and say something special about her. And then, in all caps, how old is her dad? <laughs> well, they so let me say this: once they finally showed him like straight on, I was like, okay, dude might be you know mid forties, maybe even older. Who knows? Um, and Madison is young, you know, so. Right. Once I got a good look at him, but they kept just showing like side uh-huh, shots. Quick snippets. And yeah. he looked like he was 20. Yeah, no, he looked like he could have been a brother. Yeah. Uh, the mom pulls Madison up to the bedroom and you can just tell that they, you know, have a house where they have a really healthy, open um, relationship and they just feel really open talking about like sex and yeah, right. stuff like that. Really frank, sex positive house. Yeah, because yeah. my mom says, So, have you guys had the opportunity to talk about like decisions you've made for yourself in relationships? Like, she can't even say right. like the fact that you're a virgin. Right. Yeah. Well, also, so earlier the mom says in her talking head, I think Madison has made some very specific faith decisions from when she was a little girl. And then she says that thing later. It does not appear that this is really Madison's decision at all from the way that the family talks about it. I think the way that Madison talks about it, it seems like it. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like the family is like, whatever you decide is cool, Madison. Like, you think it over and you choose for yourself. 
You know, like I don't I don't get that impression at all. Yeah. That they are down with like, oh, this this just came out of the blue. What are the odds? I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's like are you I mean, that's what your family is. No, I know. And that's why that's I recognize. That's exactly what you did. Yes, that's so. why I, I recognize this behavior. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, and the other thing that I was going to say is. Um, I just feel like, what's your, are you saying that her parents are like monsters? I'm are saying, your parents monsters? No, I'm saying that her family <laughs> seems to be very controlling, but they're phrasing it that it's her decision, which mm-hmm. I thought was. A, a weird thing to do. Like, I don't think that this was really... Legit, word for word, what your parents do, have done. But I understand that I'm not... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I think weird is is the wrong... Uh, it's unhealthy. Yes, there you go. That's yeah. a great way to phrase it. Yes. No, I'm, I'm not I'm not denying that. I'm saying that it's... That I, there's a reason why I recognize such behavior. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. They're not because uh, Madison's like I have. We've talked a little bit about intimacy. <laughs> well, I wonder if Hannah Ann is. I mean, I guess Hannah Ann's not a virgin. It wouldn't come up. I yeah. don't know either. Maybe not. Well, it, it wouldn't have come up necessarily because Hannah or uh, Madison has to like pull Peter aside in the airplane hangar later yeah. to like talk to him about it. So I don't know. It just seems like when Hannah Ann was going on about not even not being in love because she wants to save that for her person, like, is she saving sex for her person too? You know, I, I, don't I guess know. we'll find out next week, we'll find won't out next we? Week. Yeah, she might be saving sex for four times and whatever uh, archaic structure they're going to do it. <laughs> what do you think they have rented for him next week? Just maybe a <laughs> just, just a, a bunch windmill. of windmills. Well, what they're going to Australia? They should have gone to somewhere with like castles and you know um like old train stations haunted houses like peter needs to bone in a bunch of bizarre structures (laughs) um madison's dad uh is a little bit of the hannah ann he's they're cut from the same cloth yeah um because he's also pretty skeptical of peter Mm -hmm. peter tells madison's dad that he's falling in love with her and then maddie's dad says she's so pure (laughs) That just, like, I, I feel like I threw up in my mouth right. a little bit. Well, again, this that. is the, the kind of language that I'm identifying to. Yeah. Do you think there's a chance that her dad and Madison went to, like, one of those purity ball dances? Uh-huh. Thou's OP. Yeah, Thou's OP, the purity ball. She definitely ball. has a ring from him. <laughs> I gave my body to my daddy. Do you think there's a chance <laughs> that he, at some point, met Joe Simpson and that they had, like secret gay sex together oh that's exactly what happened that was okay, <laughs> right yep yeah well i mean her Had dad is happen. so her dad is so good looking and young and youthful right he went to one you know um oh vanderpump rules crossover there's like a really weird scene in vanderpump rules where um tom schwartz goes i think no 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 maybe no it's tom sandoval it's one of the toms. toms. I think it was Sandoval. He goes and um he goes to this like kind of Hollywood bungalow type place. Mm-hmm. And who's there but Joe Simpson? <laughs> and he's like, I'm into I'm super into photography now. And he does like a modeling sesh with Tom Sandoval. Like he takes all these pictures of him. 
Um, and he's yeah. like, I really love this sexy, like how you can <laughs> celebrate your sexuality now. Yeah. Bone until you're blue in the face. So I think that Madison's dad probably went there too and got his picture taken mm-hmm. by old Joe. Yeah, let's uh, just start that let's rumor. Start this yeah. Rumor, yeah, yeah, that's based on nothing. Yeah, reality Steve's been getting a lot of tips about <laughs> that actually. Okay, you got um, anything else to say? Well, oh yeah, I mean we already mentioned it a little bit, but you know when Maddie comes out and is talking to her father herself, that's when he has the ultra creepy line. Yeah, right. So he says, "When you were a little baby, I laid my hands on you and I prayed for your your husband, your future husband." Like what the fuck? Yeah, like that's, that's weird. That is weird. Yeah, I've. That's a new one for me. I um, laid my hands on you. Yeah, as a as a little baby. Um, well, and the dad is just like the kind of dad that uh, just isn't going to fly anymore. Where it's like, my job is to protect her. That's my job. And he says, uh, "Where's the where's the thing where he's like, I just don't know if I feel that this is the husband right now. Like, it's not your call, big um, guy. You know who it reminds me of is Cassie's dad. Yes. Yeah. Showing up on the fantasy suite yeah. day. Being like, I don't think Cassie, I don't think he's right for you. <laughs> Why don't you just come home with me now? Right. Get, get in the car, Cassie. <laughs> I did kind of like, though, because this dad, like, grills Peter the usual way. But usually the dads like um, Hannah Ann's dad are like, you're cool. Yeah, he This dad not does up. not let up at all. And it's very clear that Peter has no answer. Yeah, because he says, I'm asking you a really tough question. Do you know? Uh, like, do you know who it is, basically? Do you know who you're going to choose? And Peter says, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Yes, yeah. that's a real head scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> And then he says, I can tell you this, if it were the last week, and his dad, the dad cuts him off and says, well, it's not the last week. (laughs) I did like the grilling, problematic as it is, not because of the gender dynamics, but because someone needs to ask him about how stupid this is. Like, do you know who you're going to marry in two weeks? Nope, not yet, but I'm sure excited to figure it out. Yeah, so all of that. Um, All right, you want to get to Victoria? You got anything else to say? No, I got nothing. All right, so, um, yeah, Victoria, he goes to Virginia Beach. And uh, honestly, shame on Victoria for having such a great dog. Buxton. And being such a terrible uh, person. Hashtag Buxton for Bachelor. <laughs> 25 we, ladies. When are we going to see the date that everyone wants to see, Buxton and Copper? Oh, yeah, going at it. Yeah. yeah. Doggy style. <laughs> Literal doggy style. <laughs> I only signed up for The Bachelor because it was Buxton. <laughs> he is the like, dog hey, of my dreams. Hey, Pete, you had sex four times. You thought that was a big deal? Yeah. <laughs> I can have sex Sweet. as much as I want. I don't have balls. I can't do the two ball pound, if you know what I mean. Oh, Buxton. Oh, Box. What are you crazy with Jeffy Buxton? What do you mean, Buxton? What is your owner, Real Slaughter Jeffy? Is that what Okay, so they play at the beach. Then uh, they go take did Old Peter Town know photos. That he was meeting her at the beach because he's in like a leather jacket, <laughs> the, and black jeans. That's the leather jacket that he bought when uh, Martha worked or Marissa worked at the game. What <laughs> was it? At, um, 
like guest. Oh, where was yeah, it was the yeah. guest the guest, <laughs> oh, the guest on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> that was so awesome. Is this the leather jacket you bought for me in 2012? <laughs> um yeah, we'll they're doing old timey photos. Yeah. And Buxton gets to Buxton's come in. Buxton's in it, yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. So then they go to the shack. Oh, Hunter Hayes is his name. Hunter Hayes. And Peter knows the whole Hunter Hayes song by heart. I don't want easy. I want crazy. That's it, it was really hard for me to even yeah. pick up on like a melody in this song. <laughs> you with me, baby. Let's be crazy. And then Let's Peter be crazy. repeats it to her and says, he's like singing it on his own while they walk away. Like, I don't want easy. <laughs> I want crazy. And Victoria F. says, you sure about that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, big guy. Yeah. Wouldn't you be. Yeah. Message received. Yeah. <laughs> if you were Peter, wouldn't you be slightly suspicious? Like, wait a minute. I've been in this situation before. Where Victoria surprises me with a country singer and we dance and have a great time and then I get some bombshell information. Um, don't you think you would be a little suspicious that she had slept with Hunter Hayes? No. No? Like genuinely? Because why the fuck would she do that? I mean, because, maybe she Because the same thing happened two weeks earlier. But, but she didn't set that up. <laughs> she doesn't know who's bringing okay. who in. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fool me once. Shame on I'm me. I'm pretty sure this is what Rachel was referring to when she said that you were being extra in last week's yeah, podcast. Yeah, that you needed to, quote, rein me in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm finally f- finding my damn voice. <laughs> I found... <laughs> you made me found my damn voice. Aww. Here it is. Here's my damn voice. McKenna, we miss you. Mm-hmm. We miss you, girl. My Kenna. All right, so Peter and me, Rissa. <laughs> so after the Hunter Hayes show, Victoria vanishes somewhere, probably off bone in somebody's husband, and uh, Marissa takes this opportunity to approach Peter while he's Marissa, alone. Not yeah. Marissa, Marissa, Marissa. Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Her name is spelled M E R. Oh, I missed that. Marissa. Merman. Merman. <laughs> yeah, um, so Marissa comes up. Her face is all blurred out, mm-hmm. which I did not understand. Like, Marissa, we all know who you are. Did she not? She just didn't sign a release or Why whatever? didn't she sign a release, though? Well, what's weird is... I knew I was going to be the most hated woman on the internet. <laughs> well, she's like a deep throat character. Like, I'm surprised she wasn't... Uh... Victoria F. is a deep throat character. <laughs> I'm surprised this didn't happen in, like, a shady parking garage. Like, she comes in as an informant. Wearing a trench coat. Wearing a trench coat. Hey, Pete. Over here. Hey, Pete, behind the shrub. <laughs> I can only tell. I only have one minute before they find Why me. Why is that bush talking to me? <laughs> well, so here's one of the things that I found irritating. She shows up with a penny from the Inspector Gadget. <laughs> one of the things I found irritating is Marissa's like, if you knew what I know about Victoria F., you would not want to date her. And Pete's just like, okay. Okay, I'm not going to ask any follow-up questions right. about what yeah. it is. Well, that always happens with shit like this. Yeah. Like, where we've wondered before, like, is there a, is there something in his, you know, contract that prevents him from asking? Because right. that's happened with previous contestants, not just Peter, where, um, you know, 
that happened with Kaylin season or whatever, when they were all talking shit about each other. But who was it? Was it Colton? He just wouldn't ask any follow-up right, yeah. questions. And yep. you're like, ask them what the fuck they mean. Yeah, right. What is happening? Well, and the thing is, though, if you're going to get all worked up about it, like, why don't you get some follow-up information? What kind of lives were destroyed, right. Marissa? I mean, she what did, did she say do? there's been many relationships broken up because of her. Right, but that's still not quite enough info. Because that, you know, people do that. Like, yeah. that that's not saying she steals husbands. Look, I agree with you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You would have to ask Marissa. Yeah, and Peter. Ask her why her parents decided to name her Marissa <laughs> instead of Marissa. It was a typo on the birth certificate. Mar- Murmur, yeah, old pilot Pete. So here's so that's one thing that I found irritating. Thing number two I found weird about this. Okay. So Pete dates Marissa, who who knows Victoria F. How small is this goddamn world that all these people's lives? I just feel like this keeps happening. Like, oh, these two beauty contestants know each other. Like. All these people also, know each other. Marissa's last name is Pence. And someone posted an Instagram post where she was like celebrating the Trump Prince. Pence, Prince. The Trump Pence presidency. Is she a Pence? I don't know. Yeah. Let's the start plot that thickens. Yeah. <laughs> she has also fucked Jason. <laughs> Tom Sandoval watched. Um, yeah, I don't know. It seems. I guess Pence is a somewhat common name. Yeah. Just seems a little. Well, but with all the coincidences going on, who knows? Like, that's what I mean. It's like, this is just getting like too inbred. This is turning into knives (laughs) out. (laughs) Well, it's it's, Um, it's too much. It's always been inbred, though. Like, I feel like that's like, um, you know, when like. Carly shows up on one season and Carly's brother is on a season of The Bachelorette. Like, there's all these connections that I think we just don't realize yeah well and that's going to bring me to my third and final point about this which is i'm tired of all the drama in this show happening off camera like i'm tired like i feel like now you have to do like an hour of twitter homework to watch this show and like it's it's not entertaining anymore like i don't want to know i know these people have lives and it's fun to like Twitter stalk them or whatever, and it sounds like Victoria F. did horrible things, but it's just like, this has just become like what happened on Twitter three years well, ago. I think as there's a, show. a difference between like someone, a contestant being a horrible person and and them digging up some sort of dirt on her. Like, I actually feel like that's more interesting to me. I don't like the interconnectedness of the mm-hmm. contestants. Um you know, the fact that Victoria P. and uh, Alaya, <laughs> Alaya. Almost gotcha. <laughs> um, oh, and yeah. A shout out to my friend Jennifer, who get, said that it was mighty rich of me to give you shit for not pronouncing Alaya right when I couldn't remember Cheyenne. What? Cheyenne? Cheyenne? It was Cheyenne, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't I don't remember. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you know, I, I don't... There's... How many people in the world? Right. Like, really? We can't find a pool of 25 contestants that don't know each other That's somehow? exactly what I'm getting at. And this is the whole inbred problem that we've been pointing to for seasons and seasons now, where it's like, oh, everybody went to stagecoach together. 
everybody knows somebody else that was on this. Like it's, and then I know they're trying to like create extra drama by like bringing this behind the scenes stuff, but it makes it more boring because like, I don't care what happened at the beauty pageant two years ago. I agree. And I feel like the people are dramatic enough naturally and right. they're on TV. So they're going to create that shit. Right. You don't need to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes no, it less, less interesting. So yeah, let's get to this whole. So Marissa warns Peter, like, I'm warning you, Peter. I'm warning you. And then she like says, vanishes. I don't think you deserve what you're on a date with right now. <laughs> so... I will say, I I don't know what the right way to handle this would have been, but I do think that it's shitty of Peter to pull Victoria aside right before he's about to meet her family and be like, hey, we need to talk about this. Like, of course she freaks out. I'm not, she does not handle it well. She obviously has very deep-seated problems with healthy communication. Uh Uh, I mean, I think she, you know, she's clearly a mess. But I think it was a shit move for Peter to... I don't think he handles it well either. Mm -hmm. Peter doesn't help the situation. And here's the bottom line and the takeaway for me. These two don't need to be together. I mean, what the fuck? Like, what... (laughs) What is there between these two that makes them seem like they would be any kind of, like, workable couple? Right. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't... Because there are other people, like... Because Peter says later when they, they have or initial fight and they have a conversation in a hotel room and Peter says like, I see the 99% between us. That's great. What is it? Like what 99% are you talking? Like I've seen maybe like 8%. Meanwhile, Victoria on the other hand says, I finally felt like you were someone who I could be with. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. So, I mean, do we want to recap this whole fight? I mean, uh, if you have any good quotes from it, I did like when he said, excuse me. And she said, excuse you what? <laughs> um, and yeah, she uh, she's like, I'm so done with this conversation right now. You P- literally just came in here to act like that. Yeah, Peter said, do you ever fight for anything you really want? Which also was kind of, I didn't understand that accusation. But Victoria said, that's funny. <laughs> I can't. I'm serious. Peter, are you kidding me right now? Victoria asks a, the only really valid question that anybody asked this entire time, how are we supposed to move forward from this? <laughs> Good yeah, question. And she walks away and Peter just mutters, oh my God, which is like, yep, we're feeling that too, buddy. Right. So why is she still here? Why right. is she getting a rose? And like, I mean, I think, again, I think you put your finger on it like, hey, I want to go to the old fantasy suite. But yeah. Yeah. And Peter is, I think some of the other bachelors wouldn't do that. Like, um, who had uh, the baby talking girl on their season? Corinne? Corinne, yeah. Who was that? Ari season? Or Nick? Uh, Nick Vial? Nick Vial, I think. Yeah. So, like, Peter would have kept Corinne around till the fantasy suites. Yeah. yeah. And Nick wouldn't do that. Um, and I think, like, that's probably what's going on here. I don't know. Yeah. I can't... Uh, Read his motives. Well, again, but, like, what, what else is yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't have anything else big to say about this. They have some... So, yeah, they have a big fight. Peter doesn't get to meet her family. Her family comes out to, com- to comfort Victoria. He goes back to his hotel, wakes up the next day and says, things did not go 100% <laughs> as planned last night. She comes over yeah. and they make up. But... Kind of. I mean, I didn't even understand what was yeah. said where they made up. Because he was like, 
we I feel like we have no communication skills. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. I mean, but she gets a rose. Yeah. Victoria, Madison, and Hannah Ann get yeah. roses, and Kelsey is cut. Yeah. And uh, Peter says, it's time to take it back to international waters. And Victoria F. says, stop. Um, so this is maybe the trip literally around the world that Harrison promised us. Good day, mate. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> guys, get ready for some hot Australian accent. We should work on it this week. I, I feel will. like we have not delivered in the Australian accent. Okay. Um, arena in the Next past. Next week, so. entire pod in an Australian accent. Done. It's like that contestant who faked her Australian accent for a couple of episodes. Brie. Yeah. I'm Brian from Australia. <laughs> Listen to me play this didgeridoo. <laughs> I've got a pet kangaroo. <laughs> now we're just doing I'm turning into Peppa, Peppa Pig. Pig voices. Yeah. Mummy, isn't there an Australian character and Peppa Pig. Well, yeah, they go visit the, like, the people that, or not the people, like the kangaroos or whatever the kangaroos. that live in Australia. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. have, um... Boomerangs. Boomerangs. Yeah. Flying up. high in the sky. <laughs> oh, Daddy Pig is such an imbecile. <laughs> Daddy has a big tummy. All right, so whatever happens in Australia, we will recount it for you, gang, uh, next week. The judge said guilty on a make-believe trial. Slapped the sheriff on the back with a smile and said, Supper's waiting at home and I gotta get to it. Get out of here! That's the night that the lights went out. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.